0: Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, a food fan here at Food Fan HQ with another exciting episode or segment or whatever you want to call it of whatever I'm calling this show these days. Sometimes I call it the actual food fans podcast. Sometimes I call it the morning show and I don't, I don't know what I'm calling it. I got to come up with some better names for all my stuff. I'm, I'm currently just calling my newsletter, Good Morning Friends, which is the stupidest name. And I don't even put it out in the morning some of the times. Like, it takes me a long time to write the newsletter, so I'll put it out in the middle of the afternoon sometimes. Any I just wanted to get on the air. I'm, I'm solo. I'm by myself. You may have not noticed. I, and I wanted to get on and just tell you about some of the places I've eaten because I haven't done an episode of Where'd You Eat in quite a long time. Now, uh, some of these might be repeats, I may have talked about them in other segments and stuff like that, but in the past three weeks or so, I have eaten at a lot of great restaurants around town, and I want to talk about them and feature them a little bit. And let me just get started right with it, let me just say that I, I on my own, I popped into red ginger dim sum and tapas, and I hadn't been to red ginger in a long, long time, not since before the COVID times. And it's usually pretty busy when you walk past it in downtown, but it was not busy. So I decided to pop in and get something to eat. And I got one of my favorite pieces of comfort food, and then I tried something new. And my favorite piece of comfort food that I'm mentioning is their Szechuan wontons, which I, I got introduced to a bunch of years ago by the owners themselves. who told me that they thought I would like them. And boy, howdy, I sure do. They are big old wontons, and they are stuffed with ground pork and whole shrimp. Now, that, to me, is what makes them special is the combination of ground pork and the shrimp. And they're Szechuan, so they're a little bit spicy. They're not too spicy for me. They're covered in a wonderful oily type of uh Szechuan sauce, and they have some fresh cilantro on top, and you just grab them with your... Uh, with your chopsticks And you just pop the whole one in your mouth They're kind of big for for my small face uh, And so it takes All of my Every muscle in my jaw to open wide And get one of these things in there But I recommend just pop the whole thing in your mouth Don't try to bite it in half And chew, choo, choo choo And there you go They're so good I love them very, very much. They're um, truly one of my favorite bites in downtown, and I know from the post I made on Facebook that plenty of other people feel that way too. And about this particular bite. So, uh, and then the other thing I got was their uh, crispy lobster roll that had like deep fried bits of lobster and some avocado and rice. It was a roll, and it was wrapped in um, soy. Uh, paper rather than nori or the seaweed paper and uh, it was really really good I crushed it like I ate both of those things and they were not tiny and I was really really full for the rest of the day so thank you red ginger I'll be back to eat those things and more I'm gonna be adventurous with your menu I, I, I have gotten some things at red ginger that weren't really my my jam um, not that they weren't good. They just weren't my jam. But I did also notice, I think that their menu's a little smaller than it used to be, which is kind of a similar story around town. There's some of the menus have shranked up until uh, they're real small. Now, the the red ginger menu is not real small, but it used to be real big, um, and it just seemed smaller. Maybe that's perception on my part. Anyhow, I recommend it very much. Red ginger, Szechuan wontons, and the crispy lobster roll. All right, so moving on, I, I had a really wonderful meal with my friends and my girlfriend at Storm. Don and I went to... Uh, Storm with a couple of our friends after an art gallery opening at Tracy Morgan Gallery where Don is a represented artist but it wasn't her show it was our friend Tema and so Tema and Don and Tracy and I went to Storm which is not too far from the Tracy Morgan Gallery which is on the south slope Um, and so we walked up to Storm and I got the very last serving of Jay's Chef Jay Medford's meatloaf and waffles. And it, it takes his awesome meatloaf, which I have given lots of attention and even an award to it. Won my, his meatloaf sandwich, won my sandwich of the year award one year, a while back. I'm not sure what year that was. And he doesn't even make that sandwich anymore. So I was glad to see the meatloaf make a comeback on the meatloaf and waffles. And it is exactly what it sounds like. It was a nice big old, uh, cornmeal waffle. I think it was, uh, might be wrong about the material <laughs> it was made out of a horrible at like guessing that kind of stuff and uh but it was a big old fluffy waffle very soft and delicious uh homemade of course One no ego although i wouldn't put that past Jay. he does like to use the crazy products and last time uh, i was in storm last week and there was a bunch of spam in the window in the kitchen as well as some cheez-its and some Kix cereal k-i-x cereal in the window of his kitchen so you know he's using those ingredients but no, this was not um, th- this was not a, an ego waffle. It was a house-made waffle, and then on top of it, some of his beautiful meatloaf with some black pepper gravy. And the first time I got this dish, it had fried green tomatoes, but this time it came with some fried pecans and they were like battered and deep fried and they were kind of like big and it was um, something different. And sometimes I don't like pecans, but I always say you can deep fry just about anything and I'm going to love it. And this was true of the pecans. I ate every single molecule of this dish that was in front of me. And I, I did take some pictures and I posted them on Facebook so you mm-hmm. can check them out there. Stu food fan is my Facebook page. And so that, that was wonderful. And in addition to the meatloaf and waffles, the table split a couple of appetizers. We split the beef stroganoff mac and cheese, which Jay himself said is like an adult, uh, an adult hamburger helper. And, uh, it was really good. Like the, the adults were fighting over it. Like there was, you know how when you share a dish with three or four people and you, um, you get to the bottom of the dish and there's, like, one spoonful left and nobody wants to take it. Well, i have appointed myself as the person who says out loud, I'll take that if nobody else wants it because I hate to see one spoonful go to waste. And uh, this time I tried that and it didn't work. I didn't get that last spoonful. Tema was like, oh, okay, I'll take it, and she took it. So all of that, just to tell you how good this beef stroganoff mac and cheese was, it was fantastic, and we were – You know, I joked around that I would, if it wasn't for the rules of society, we would have been fighting each other with knives and broken bottles over the last little bit of that mac and cheese. Now, the other appetizer we got was a beet salad that had some, seemed like uh, sour cream or creme fraiche with it and a bunch of stuff on the plate and some delicata squash on the plate. And delicata squash is like a nice yellowy color, like a golden yellow color. And then the beets when it would touch the squash would turn it like a bright, bright orangey like sun sunburst red kind of a color. And so it was quite a beautiful salad. And it was delicious. And not one molecule of that was left in on that plate either. So we went to Storm, we had a fantastic meal. Don got some halibut. I took a bite of it. It was amazing. Uh our Tema and Tracy Morgan got uh they got the steak, and they both loved it. Uh, Tracy saved some of hers for the next day, but Temma crushed hers. And so a very, very good eating experience at Storm. Uh, moving on to my list, uh, Rick and I went to Strictly Wings, and we did a segment about that with the wing thing and adventure dining. But I'm going to just recommend it again right here. Strictly Wings out there on Hendersonville Road. It was uh, excellent, and we enjoyed it very much. I recommend the wings as well as the mac and cheese, the sweet potatoes, the collards. It was all really good. So strictly wings. Go pay them a visit in Arden. They're all the way in Arden. And uh, w- my mom and I went to Ziggy's. I may have mentioned that already. I got a Reuben that I had as my weekly or my daily recommend a couple of days ago. The Reuben was excellent it was it passed Dave Bristol's uh test my friend Dave says that a Reuben's got to be crunchy on the outside like a Dorito and this one sure was and the the corned beef was cut very thin and it was excellent excellent just a very very good Reuben so thank you uh chef Robin Ziegler at Ziggy's everybody go check out Ziggy's bakery and deli it's awesome google it up to get the address and uh, speaking of Aruban, I'll skip ahead to I got some food delivered from Kickback Asheville. Um, I got some food from Rye Knot, R-Y-E-K-N-O-T. Now, not a lot of people might know about Rye Knot. It's a, they're a little bit on the DL, um, a little under the radar. They're out there on Merriman Road in one of the plazas out there, and they are like a high – and American fare type of a restaurant with lots of stuff like fish and chips. And, um, I got, I got a, a reuben and I got some meatloaf. And I guess this is the second time I'm reviewing both meatloaf and a reuben in this segment. I sometimes eat food in clusters and I'm clustering up on both meatloaf and reuben's right now. And so I got both of these uh, food items, a, a plate of meatloaf with mashed, mashed root vegetables and zucchini, and then I got a Reuben, which came with their tallow fries, and you can order their fries cooked in vegetable oil if you don't want to eat tallow on your fries, uh, but I don't care, and so I got them, and bo- I'm going to tell you right now, both of these dishes were amazing, like so, so delicious, like the smoked meatloaf was just right and it, it had, it was kind of loose. It wasn't very dense. And so it crumbled nicely and mixed up with the root vegetables, which had potatoes and parsnips and turnips. I actually, I'm not sure about the turnips. Pretty sure about those parsnips though. And uh, the zucchini was sauteed and browned up, and it was really nice. Like, the whole dish was really comforting. I had only intended to eat half of it and save the rest for the next day, but I ate the whole thing because it was just so good, and I was uh, very, very full. Now, I got a Reuben delivered on the same day, and I waited until the next day to even take a bite of that. And it was huge. Like, it was really big the way a Reuben should be. And very thin sliced corned beef, so excellent job there. And um, the bread, when I opened the box the next day, of course, it had been in my fridge, so it had suffered a lot, and it had depleted quite a bit, so the bread was not going to be crispy like a Dorito. But uh, it was such a big sandwich that I left it out on the counter for a while so that it would warm up a little bit in the middle for when I reheated it. And then I reheated it in the oven, not the toaster oven, because I thought it was too tall for the toaster oven and that it would uh, burn on the top before it got hot in the middle. So I set the oven for like 325, and I put the sandwich in there on some tinfoil. And man, oh man, and I cooked, I cooked it until the butter in the bread was kind of bubbling on the top. And I'm telling you what, this Reuben was so good, like, this is two really good Rubens I've had and it's not always easy to find a great Rubin in this town. Like the meat will be cut too thick or they even won't even be using corned beef, you know? Um, and all kinds of things go horribly wrong with Rubens around here. A panini, put a Rubin in a panini. It's just a terrible choice. Uh, Rubin on like pita bread or something. I don't even know. But, uh, these two Rubens, so good. So Z- Ziggy's Bakery and Deli. And Rye Not. that's R-Y-E-K-N-O-T. They were both just banging. Like, I'm going to have to bring my Reuben of the Year Award back for 2021 just so that I can, uh, you know, give one of these Reubens an award because they deserve them. All right, so let's go back then to – I also went to uh, Haywood Common with our friend Crager, who was visiting from Michigan, and Dawn and I – and we went to Haywood Common and I got the catfish plate. And what was kind of funny about Haywood Common is they've switched things up a lot since COVID. Like used to be you go and you'd sit down and the server would come over. Now you place your order at the counter, you get a number and you sit down. So that's changed. There's no table service anymore. They do bring the tray to your table, whisk your number away. But no table service at Haywood Common anymore. And – no dishes, as far as I can tell, anymore. Everything was served on a metal tray, like everything, a metal tray with parchment paper and then the food right on top of the parchment paper, which made kind of made sense with my catfish. And the collards did come in a little cup. Um, and there was something else on the plate with the catfish. I can't remember. Oh, cornbread. So that that made sense on the plate. But my friend Craig got shrimp and grits and that looked kind of funny sitting on this tray, you know, like a blob of grits with some shrimp on top. Now he loved it. I didn't, I didn't try it. Um, I was just, I had a lot to contend with with my catfish, but he loved it. He crushed it and my catfish was really good, like corn, cornmeal crusted catfish and the cornbread was excellent. The collards weren't exactly my jam. I'm, I'm a little fussy about collards. If they go too far in one direction or another, I'm kind of outy about it, and these just had a, a lot of um, spices added. Like um, I don't know, tasted like nutmeg and stuff, and it just wasn't my jam. So they weren't bad or anything, just not my jam. And they were cooked cooked well. Like the texture was really good, but the catfish and the cornbread were exemplary, and I recommend both of those things. And Craigor really liked his shrimp and grits, and Don got a Thai Thai chicken salad, I think, or a Thai salad with chicken maybe, something like that. She enjoyed it very much. In fact, I had bites of her salad and it was excellent. So an excellent salad. Uh, let me talk about, I had dinner with Josh Remillard at Twisted Laurel. Now Josh, Josh is a congressional candidate. He's running against Madison Cawthorn. And so when I met with him, it was before Madison had decided to jump ship over to the 13th district. He was still representing us here in the uh, 11th district, but because of redistricting and gerrymandering and stuff, we are now, the 11th district is now the 14th district, and Madison has decided to go over to the 13th district. I know that's really exciting to listen to, um, but so Josh was going to run against Madison here in the 11th, now called the 14th, but since Madison went over to the 13th, Josh is going over the 13th. He said that he's he just doesn't want this guy in Congress because of uh, the January 6th thing. And jo- Josh is a real true blue patriot, and so it really bothers him that people <laughs> storm the Capitol and stuff. And so he's going to chase Madison Cawthorn over to the 13th. And run against him there. Now, that means that I don't know who's going to run uh, in the 11th as a Republican, and I don't know who's going to be my choice to back as a Democrat. I did have dinner with Katie Dean a few weeks back, and she's a very viable candidate as well. Anyhow, let's talk about the food that Josh and his wife, Re and I ate at Twisted Laurel because it was fantastic. And I know I'm always raving about Twisted Laurel. And a lot of you who haven't been there in a while will be like, Stu, Twisted Laurel, really? Like, don't they just sell, like, Greek salads and stuff? And, yeah, they have a Greek salad on their menu. But Chef Tom LaFauci and the whole crew at front and back at Twisted Laurel has really done a wonderful job of dialing it in, making their menu just super accessible and enjoyable. And, like, I always say my highest praise for any chef is that they cook food people like. And that's what's going on at Twisted Laurel. I got the short ribs with grits and roasted carrots. And talk about eating every molecule of something. I wanted to lick that plate. If I hadn't been sitting across from a congressional candidate, I might have done it. Um, It was just so – the short ribs just fell apart, like butter just (laughs) fell apart. And the sauce and the grits and the carrot, like everything was just comfort, comfort, comfort. And so on point. I recommend Twisted Laurel for dinner. And I absolutely 100% recommend the short ribs as an entree. Now, Josh got the um salmon entree and he loved it like he was raving he had not been to Twisted Laurel downtown yet and he was raving about it and his wife Ree she got the steak Diane which she also really enjoyed and i've uh, i've had that steak Diane a small version of it on tour and it is just banging so like always i really recommend Twisted Laurel downtown Asheville it is my Restaurant of the Year winner for 2020, a very difficult year, but they crushed it in that year, and they're still crushing it to this day. So high recommends for Twisted. And speaking of tour food, I just wanted to mention that in addition to the little steak, Diane, we got on tour at Twisted, we got some crispy deep fried, like smoked and then flash fried ribs at Yukaya japanese steakhouse that were just absolutely fantastic and i know Yukai is another one i rave about a lot it's within walking distance of my house it's open for lunch and dinner it's fantastic and so i'm gonna be talking about it quite a bit for the foreseeable future i apologize if that gets redundant but i do want to just recommend that y'all get down and get these crispy smoked ribs they're very very good and also on tour, food. Um, we got a taco. We I led a couple of Patty's tours. Patty Riles, my boss, leads the different tours than I do, but he was unable to this week, so I led a couple of his. And uh, he goes to White Duck Taco, which is not on my usual tour route, but I do love White Duck, and so I got myself one of the tour tacos, uh, and it was the Bangkok shrimp taco, and diggity dag. That's a good taco. Like I just, I just really enjoyed it. Like it was just really, really good. And I've eaten so many of these tacos cause I've led Patty's tours many times over the past five years I've been working for Asheville food tours. And uh, so I it's like, I could be sick of this taco. I've eaten so many of them, but I have, I'm not sick of it. And I hadn't eaten one in a long time and I just really, really enjoyed it. So a uh, very high recommend for the Bangkok Shrimp Taco at White Duck Tacos. Now that's pretty much the where what where I ate this week and I see that I'm almost out of time here. And I just want to mention that uh, I did go to the chili cook-off. It was excellent. And uh read the results on my on yesterday's or the blog read my results on my blog somewhere. Oh my God, I probably shouldn't have even mentioned it. I was totally not prepared to talk about it. But, uh, any hoodles at the chili cook-off, I got a bottle of hot sauce from, um, a gentleman who calls his company Surly Sauce, and it's not available commercially yet. And it was a smoky habanero sauce. And he said it's more about flavor than, than heat. And wow, it had a lot of flavor, but whoa, it had a lot of heat too, because it's habanero. Those are hot. So it was really good. I want to say shout out to Surly sauces and i also want to say chef ryan klein at Zombra handed me two of his hot sauces last week also not commercially available yet but there's one called all gold everything that is now my favorite hot sauce of all time it's kind it's bright yellow and it's kind of creamy although it doesn't have any cream in it and it's it's not super hot but and it's got a lot of flavor and yeah, people hand me a lot of hot sauces, and I enjoy them all, and um, I'll review them as I get them. And somebody also brought me some chocolates, and you can see a review of those in today's newsletter below. And the chocolate company is called Marble and Steel, and the chocolates are excellent, and I'll talk more about those in the future. All right, y'all, that's it for this section of Where'd you eat? And that's where I ate in the last couple of weeks. I'm sure I left a couple out, and I'll try to uh, jot them all down next time and catch you up with those next time. All right, that's it for this segment. Bye.